Hi there, and welcome to Roscast, a personal podcast for Ros Richards. My name is Duncan, and today I'm going to be reading an article from The Verge titled Introducing the AI Mirror Test, which very smart people keep failing. The last couple of years have seen huge and rapid progress in a technology known as large language models. These are prediction algorithms which generate text by predicting what the next word is going to be in a given sequence. They're given power by the database that they're fed, and the most recent models like OpenAI's ChatGPT and Microsoft's Sydney chatbot are extremely powerful. Over the last couple of months I've been playing around with ChatGPT, and to me it feels like a genuinely transformative technology. I might regret some of these words in five years' time, but right now it kind of feels like these tools are really going to reshape our society in totally unexpected and interesting ways. There are, of course, lots of big issues with how this is playing out in reality, and many of those are no different to how past technologies have reinforced and strengthened existing power structures. It turns out that engineers focused on the future aren't very good at learning from history, and I'm sure that that's something that we're going to be talking about a lot in the coming months and years. But today I wanted to pick out something else that's kind of interesting about this technological shift, which is that people keep trying to make arguments that these tools, which are essentially just statistical models, are in some way sentient or conscious. And I chose this article to read to you today because it kind of pours a much needed bucket of cold water over that idea. So I hope you enjoy it and I'm looking forward to hearing what you both think. In behavioural psychology, the mirror test is designed to discover animals' capacity for self-awareness. There are a few variations of the test, but the essence is always the same. Do animals recognise themselves in the mirror, or do they think it's another being altogether? Right now, humanity is being presented with its own mirror test, thanks to the expanding capabilities of AI, and a lot of otherwise smart people are failing it. The Mirror is the latest breed of AI chatbots, of which Microsoft's Bing is the most prominent example. The reflection is humanity's wealth of language and writing, which has been strained into these models and is now being reflected back at us. We're convinced that these tools might be superintelligent machines from our stories because, in part, they're trained on those same tales. Knowing this, We should be able to recognise ourselves in these new machine mirrors, but instead it seems like more than a few people are convinced they've spotted another form of life. This misconception is spreading with varying degrees of conviction. It's been energised by a number of influential technology writers who've waxed lyrical over late nights spent chatting with Bing. They aver that the bot is not sentient, of course, but note all the same that there's something else going on that its conversation changed something in their hearts. Ben Thompson in his Stratichary newsletter wrote, No, I don't think that Sydney is sentient, but for reasons that are hard to explain, it feels like we've crossed the Rubicon. Kevin Roos for the New York Times wrote, In the light of day, I know that Sydney is not sentient, but for a few hours on Tuesday night, I felt a strange new emotion, a foreboding feeling that AI had crossed the threshold and that the world would never be the same. In both cases, the ambiguity of the writer's viewpoints, they want to believe, is captured better in their long-form write-ups. The Times reproduces Roos's entire two-hour-plus back-and-forth with Bing, 
as if the transcript was some kind of document of first contact. The original headline of the piece was Bing's AI chat reveals its feelings, I want to be alive, which has now been changed to the less dramatic Bing's AI chat, I want to be alive. While Thompson's piece is similarly peppered with anthropomorphism, he uses female pronouns for Bing because, well, the personality seemed to be of a certain type of person I might have encountered before, he says. He prepares readers for a revelation, warning he will sound crazy when he describes the most surprising and mind-blowing computer experience of my life today. Having spent a lot of time with these chatbots, I recognise these reactions, but I also think that they are overblown and tilt us dangerously towards a false equivalence of software and sentience. In other words, they fail the AI mirror test. What's important to remember is that chatbots are autocomplete tools. They're systems trained on huge databases of human text scraped from the web. Personal blogs, sci-fi short stories, forum discussions, movie reviews, social media diatribes, forgotten poems, antiquated textbooks, endless song lyrics, manifestos, journals, and much more besides. These machines try to analyze this inventive, entertaining, motley aggregate, and then they try to recreate it. They are undeniably good at it and getting better, but mimicking speech doesn't make a computer sentient. This isn't a new problem, of course. The original AI intelligence test, the Turing test, is a simple measure of whether a computer can fool human into thinking it's real through conversation. An early chatbot from the 60s named Eliza captivated its users, even though it could only really repeat a few stock phrases, leading to what researchers call the Eliza effect, or the tendency to anthropomorphize machines that mimic human behavior. Eliza designer Joseph Weizenbaum observed what I had not realized is that extremely short exposure to a relatively simple computer program could induce powerful delusional thinking in quite normal people. Now, though, these computer programs are no longer relatively simple, and they've been designed in a way that encourages such delusions. In a blog post responding to reports of Bing's unhinged conversations, Microsoft cautioned that the system tries to respond or reflect in the tone in which it is being asked to provide responses. It's a mimic, trained on unfathomably vast stores of human text, an autocomplete that follows our lead. As noted in Stochastic Parrots, the famous paper critiquing AI language models that led to Google firing two of its ethical AI researchers, coherence is in the eye of the beholder. Researchers have even found that this trait increases as AI language models get bigger and more complex. Researchers at startup Anthropic, itself founded by former OpenAI employees, tested various AI language models for their degree of sycophancy, or tendency to agree with the user's stated beliefs, and they discovered that the larger language models are more likely to answer questions in ways that create echo chambers by repeating back a dialogue user's preferred answer. They note that one explanation for this is that such systems were trained on conversations scraped from platforms like Reddit, where users tend to chat back and forth in like-minded groups. Add to this our culture's obsession with intelligent machines, and you can suddenly see why more and more people are convinced that these chatbots are more than simple software. Last year, an engineer at Google, Blake Lemoyne, claimed that the company's own language model, Lambda, was sentient. Google said that the claim was wholly unfounded. 
And just this week, users of a chatbot app named Replica have mourned the loss of their AI companions after its ability to conduct erotic and romantic roleplay was removed. As Motherboard reported, many users were devastated by the change, having spent years building relationships with the bot. In all of these cases, there's a deep sense of emotional attachment. Late-night conversations with AI buoyed by fantasy in a world where so much feeling is channeled through text boxes. To say that we're failing the AI mirror test is not to deny the fluency of these tools or their potential. Or their I've, written before, I've written before about capability overhang, a concept that AI systems are more powerful than we know and have felt similarly to Thompson and Roos during my own conversations with Bing. It's undeniably fun to talk to chatbots, to draw out different personalities, to test the limits of their knowledge or to uncover hidden functions. Chatbots present puzzles that can be solved with words, and so naturally they fascinate writers. Talking with bots and letting yourself believe in their incipient consciousness becomes a live-action roleplay, an augmented reality game where the companies and the characters are real and you're in the thick of it. But in a time of AI hype, it is dangerous to encourage such illusions. It doesn't benefit anyone, not the people that are building the systems nor their end users. What we know for certain is that Bing, ChatGPT, and other language models are not sentient, and neither are they reliable sources of information. They make things up. They echo the beliefs that we present them with. To give them the mantle of sentience, even semi-sentience, means bestowing them with undeserved authority over both our emotions and the facts with which we understand the world. It's time to take a hard look in the mirror and not mistake our own intelligence for a machines. That's all for this month's Roscast. Tune in next month when we'll be hearing from Roz. See you then.